Yo, yo, check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. It's time for our SABC Disability 360 segment where we empower people with disabilities by providing ongoing uh, related content on air. And today we're talking about Mental Illness Awareness Month and more than a quarter of South Africa's population suffers from depression yet only one in four seek the necessary help. And that's why we're chatting to a member of the South African Society of Psychiatrists, Dr. Bokang Letlot. Welcome to Good Up FM, Dr. Bokang. How are you? I'm very well, um, Leanne. Um, thanks for having me. I'm so happy that you are here. Of course, just that statistic that I uh, mentioned a little bit earlier, that uh, more than a quarter of South Africa's population suffers from depression, yet only one in four seek the necessary help. And that is why I'm sure we are shining a spotlight on Mental Illness Awareness Month. Uh, and of course, the South African Society of Psychiatrists also emphasize that the stigma associated with mental illness, as uh, mm-hmm. w- mental illness rather, as well as the misconception about the benefits and use of antidepressants serve as major barriers to people seeking assistance. So let's jump straight into it. Why is there still such a stigma associated to mental illness, especially uh, depression? Yeah, um, Leanne, I think, think, you know, usually things are quite stigmatized if they're not very well understood. Um, And I think that's a big reason for it. Are you there? Oh, I think that we've just lost Dr. Bokang. We're going to try and get her back onto the line as well as we speak about Mental Illness Awareness Month. Uh, And one would think that after 2020, when uh, we became more and more aware of it as we had time to stop and just really reflect on where we are uh, within ourselves as well, uh, that this was something that people became, you know, more open to talking about. This is something that people became, uh, it was a topic that was more easily broached. But I think that there is still so many taboos around being honest about where we are right now with regards to our mental illness. And Dr. Bokang is back on the line. Dr. Bokang, so sorry that we lost you there, but you're back. And that is the most important thing. You were saying you were talking about the stigma with regards to mental illness. Yes, thanks, Leanne. Um, so your question was, why is there still stigma? Yeah. And, um, you know, usually when we don't understand things very well, I think we tend to stigmatize um, or not think about them in a very good light. Um, so I think people are quite terrified of mental illness. Um, and, you know, that terror or fear even comes from the lack of understanding. So thanks for, to, for, to radio stations like yourselves that you're raising this awareness. We, we do hope, you know, like all the other medical conditions that have been heavily stigmatized before. I mean, if, I can, if we can just mention one HIV, for example, used to be very heavily stigmatized. Yeah. Until awareness, you know, um, was carried out and people are quite aware of what it means now. So we are hoping that, you know, in our small ways, we can, um, you know, more and more try to cover more people in understanding what mental illness means and understanding that it's not a life sentence. There's nothing that's huge to fear and it's very treatable because I think people wonder about, you know, what does it mean? Does it mean... You know, a lot of other things that are, that are associated with it is that I'm, am I lazy? Am I, am I bewitched? You know, yeah. so I think talks such as this ones are helpful. Very, very helpful indeed. Now, Dr. Bukang, I want to know how does depression start? Is it a trauma event or is it biological? What are some of the signs of depression? Um, so 
it's, it's all of the things that you have mentioned that may result in depression. It's usually never just one single event yeah. or one single factor. It's usually a combination. Um, and, you know, I like, I like making reference to other medical conditions because I think they assist us in, in um, understanding, you know, the, the causes of depression. So you would look at biological factors. Usually if there are, you know, other members of the family that are suffering one or the other mental illness would mm. put one at risk um, to have one. Um, psychological factors, certainly, as you mentioned, and trauma, you know, stress. Um, increased life demand, you know. Um, socially, you know, if you're not participating well, um, maybe you have lost social participation maybe because of an illness, or maybe you have lost um, independence socially, you've lost friends, you've lost your job, you've lost... So all the sectors um, can play a role. And as to how does it prevent, it usually prevents with changes in mood. So someone may prevent um, with irritability, all of a sudden, or they're suddenly very teary, um, or they're just sad most of the time. They struggle with sleeping. Some people tend to oversleep. Some people undersleep. Concentration, memory becomes an issue. And just a general appetite for life um, seems to get lost. So people don't want to do those things that they used to enjoy before. You know, and things suddenly feel like quite an effort to do now. So it's a very isolating illness, and that before you know it, people seem to be much more comfortable living by themselves and not wanting to participate in society. And of course, then people start having thoughts of just not existing. And one person may take it a step further and actually take their own lives. Sure, that is definitely very, very serious. Uh, Dr. Bokang, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, you know, therapy and, and of course, different resources that people can use in order to, um, you know, kind of support uh, their journey of overcoming depression. How do antidepressants uh, kind of like, you know, uh, work in this kind of situation? And I've also heard something about uh, something called talk therapy. Exactly. How does it all support depression? Okay, so very nice question. Um, again, there, there are different ways to approach the treatment of depression. Um, and people can go you know, to their local clinics, local general practitioners. Um, we do advocate for therapy. Um, it can be used to assess um, and treat for depression. So if you just look at therapy, which, you know, the talk therapy, which is also known as psychotherapy, this is talk treatment where medication is not used. Mm. Um, so it can be very beneficial, especially in the longer term, that one then gets to understand their brain, they get to gain their coping strategies, and you get to know what kind of incidences or adverse events may, may you know, put you at risk for depression. Um, and those would be carried out by psychologists. And then we look at the role of medication as well, which is a very big role. So we do understand that um, when one is depressed, you know, um, for simplicity's sake, there's an imbalance of chemicals, as my colleagues would say, in the brain. So the medication would, be, would come to correct those imbalances. We also don't look at you being on treatment lifelong um, because depression is quite treatable and, um, and it can go into remission. So typically, depending on um, what kind of situation you're exposed to, we look at treating depression for 6 to 12 months. There are other kinds of, you know, treatment as well that should be combined, you know, um, I mean, good social support, good exercise, good diet, all these things um, will play in with the therapy and the medication and would be helpful. 
And Dr. Bukang, for anyone that's listening right now who maybe is struggling with depression uh, and needs someone to talk to or maybe just needs a, a platform that they can reach out to, where can people seek help? So, um, you know, depending on where people are, Lien, um, you know, primary kind of medicine is usually much more accessible, you know. Um, so if you're closer to a clinic, that's a good point. Um, if you're closer to a general practitioner, that would also be sufficient. Um, there are online services such as, you know, with the South African, um, the SADAC group, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, that has put themselves out there. I can share a number with you. And there are also clinics like ourselves that are cancer where you, you could come in and see a psychiatrist. So quite a lot of options. And of course, you know, we've got our also government facilities. Um, and I know usually those would, um, would prefer that people started at their local clinics before they get escalated to the hospital. And Doctor, any final words with regards to anyone who may be listening right now who uh, wants to seek help but does not necessarily want to communicate that? I know there's so, uh, you know, so many people that uh, don't necessarily want to be open about their uh, mental health struggles. Uh, any last words regarding that? I think I would like for people to know that depression is a condition like any other, you know, just yeah. like a high blood pressure, just like a depression. And that there is, you know, it's one of the factors that may be playing into it. And without treatment, just like with high blood pressure, without treatment, a person would become worse and worse and worse up until there are complications that are quite unnecessary. So people should know that depression is actually very treatable um, and just need patience. That's it. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dr. Bokang, for your time. We do appreciate it and hopefully we can connect again very soon. Thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure. There we go, Dr. Bokang Letlotlo, member of the South African Society of Psychiatrists. Uh, we were talking about depression today, and as Dr. mentioned, uh, that if you are feeling that you do need help, please do um, uh, contact your GP or even contact the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, that's SADAG. Uh, here's the number, 0800-12-13-14. Super easy. Or you can even send an SMS to 321 321- Three one two. That is three two three one two, and a counselor will call you back. Remember, seeking professional help is crucial in managing depression effectively, and there are so many resources available to support you throughout your journey to recovery and living a very healthy and fulfilling life. It's all you need.